Hey everyone, I'm Dawn. And I'm Charnel. Welcome to the Life Curveballs family. Where we discuss the hurdles and challenges faced in our everyday lives. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me on today's episode. I just wanted to touch base with everyone as I have periodically been missing um, episodes and just updates. So today's episode is going to be a little update as to why I've been absent as much as I have been uh, with the podcast and also to relate to some people that may be going through the same things that I am going through at this time. Uh, As you all know, uh, Life's Curveballs originally started as life's curveballs with celiac uh, to basically bring awareness to celiac disease and other autoimmune diseases that people live with on a day-to-day basis. Um, That has since transformed into just life's curveballs, which is basically about everyone's day-to-day struggles and lives uh, that you go through so many things in life. Uh, No matter what hurdle or curveball is thrown your way, you have to overcome it. Um, So this kind of fits into where we're at today and for this episode. So to start with, um, you know, I've been dealing with the loss of my mother. Um, January 7th, she passed away unexpectedly. She was only 62 years old. And, um, you know, it was very upsetting and at times it's very hard to deal with. Um, I'm still unsure on how to deal with it, and to say depression is not real, um, well, I would be lying, because it is, and I can honestly tell you that I have been very depressed. Uh, I miss my mother on a daily basis. I think about her on a daily basis. She truly was my best friend. on my days off that I was not working, we used to hang out for hours, um, whether it's going to the grocery store or going to any of the other local stores just to run errands or hang out at the house and spend time. My mom is and was, I would say, probably my biggest fan throughout my life, whether that be in school or my profession and very supportive of the profession I chose after lots of uh, back and forth, I would say. So my mom, I'll start by saying that she had gotten her Moderna booster shot. I think it was the second booster shot um, back before Christmas Eve of 2021 and she was seemed or appeared to be fine on Christmas Eve when I saw her or I'm sorry the day before Christmas Eve when I saw her and then on Christmas Day I got a phone call basically just telling me that uh, she had a really bad headache and they had to turn back around because she was throwing up in the car. When she got back to the house um, with my dad, uh, he had her go lay down and go to sleep because thinking that might help the situation. Um, So she slept all day that day, and then the very next day when she woke up, my dad took her to the emergency room because the headache hadn't gone away and the vomiting hadn't stopped. 
So at the time, obviously, COVID restrictions are still a thing. Um, the hospital that they went to, the hospital only allowed my dad and my mom into the emergency room. And then they took my mom back a short time later uh, after she checked in. And once she checked in, they said that they had to fly her from that hospital to a different location to uh, perform a surgery because she had clotting in the brain. Or, I'm sorry, bleeding in the brain. So they flew her over to the other hospital where they put in some stints in her brain and they said that they had stopped the bleed. So we met with a doctor that night. They said they stopped the bleed and they will monitor her for the next couple days. So she was still in a medically induced coma. They go back again because they have to go perform surgery for yet again another bleed. And then just another little bit of background. My wife at the time obviously had just become a doctor. Um, she was already seeing certain cases involving the Moderna booster shot and um, something in the body, like a reaction, almost initiating a autoimmune response. Not almost, but initiating an a autoimmune response. Um, so she tried to tell my dad and my sister these things. That way they could tell the neurologist. They did not want to listen. They told her to be quiet. Um, and they ignored everything that she was saying. So a uh, short time later, myself, my dad, my twin sister, my older sister, and my mom's cousin go back to talk to the neurologist. And what I previously meant to say was, was that there was, I guess, studies shown and also she had seen cases regarding the Moderna booster shot and the blood dinner heparin having a reaction to one another um, in an autoimmune response by the body. So I decided after my sister, my dad, and my twin spoke up and said something to the neurologist, I said, well, I just want to let you know my mom just had the Moderna booster shot and I think that's what's causing the problem. And I know that the blood thinner uh, causes an autoimmune response in the body. The neurologist then told me, well, it's not my mother. I'm going to do the best I can to save her. However, COVID is COVID. And I'm going to handle this how I feel necessary. Even after pleading with the neurologist, my dad and my older sister, about heparin and not using it, um, they obviously went against it. My mom was in the hospital for several days. Um, she began moving her feet, her hands, and opening her eyes. So I thought she was getting better and a road to recovery in hopes that she'd be out soon. Um, there was a doctor in her room at the time, which was not the neurologist, um, that I spoke with, and I explained the situation, trying to tell them, hey, listen, this is what's going on. This is what research has shown. Can you guys please look into this? The doctor assured me she would look into it. However, I think that it was just to fluff up my ego because uh, she did not do that. They didn't even research it, much less touch on it because they upped the dosage for the heparin. Um, 
And then later that week, I think it was two days later, my dad finds out that my older sister and my brother-in-law tested positive for COVID. He notified the hospital immediately, who then in turn put my mom in a quarantine for eight days and kicked us out of the hospital telling us we couldn't see my mom. Now, this is the part where I feel like it kind of gets a little sketchy. So um, on the eighth day before we're allowed to go back to the hospital, apparently at three o'clock in the morning, my mom had a heart attack and stopped breathing and there was not enough obviously oxygen to the brain which is why the hospital then said listen at this point she's brain dead etc etc well i know that that means that there was lack of oxygen for x amount of time to the brain which means they did not perform cpr right away when she stopped breathing or had the heart attack um that's very um obviously upsetting to me and i still uh, I'm upset about the whole thing and depressed and just honestly like I just I want my mom back and I know that that's not going to happen but you know everyone I guess at some point in their life has to go through this um, I'm just not sure how to um, handle it I mean there's times when I am completely um, upset distraught bawling my eyes out then I could be happy one minute and then go back to thinking about my mom and just bawling my eyes out again um I've never been one to be okay with death um and it upsets me a great deal um I still can't get past you know the death of my grandparents or the loss of my dogs um those are significant in my life because those are important people that were in my life. Um, so for me, it's just a struggle on a daily basis to not think of them or think of, you know, how to make them proud because that's what I spent my life doing, if that makes sense. Um, I know my mom is looking down on me, and I know that she just wants me to be happy and healthy and, you know, focus on my career, but... It's very hard to do those things when, you know, you continue to replay in your head the different scenarios that could have happened if X, Y, Z would have happened, right? Um, I beat myself up on a daily basis. Maybe I should have fought harder in the hospital for them to understand what it was that I, we were trying to tell them. Um, and it's just something I can't get past. On the other side of it, um, I would say, you know, I reached out to a therapist this is not my first time seeing or talking to a therapist about um, my feelings or my emotions, but I would say this is the first time that I can um, openly say that I am depressed and I don't know how to handle the loss of my mom, and it's very hard for me. Um, I know eventually one day I might be able to handle it a little better than I do or that I have been handling it, um, but any little thing will trigger my emotions and, you know, just staring at a picture of when I was younger, even if my mom's not in the picture, I bawl my eyes out because it just makes me think of my mom. Um, 
like I said before, she was my best friend. I talked to her a thousand times a day, and the only person that I want to talk to day to day is my mom and make her laugh and joke around and, you know, have the little banter we had back and forth. Um, it's just a really big struggle for me, and that's why I've kind of been absent from the podcast for as long as I have been, and that it's an on and off situation because I'm just battling myself trying to deal with the loss of my mom. If any of you have any stories you'd like to share uh, regarding uh, loss in your lives, um, whether it's family, friends, uh, pets, uh, and you're struggling with that and you feel like sharing your stories, please reach out to us at one, the number one, life's, L-I-F-E-S, curveballs at gmail.com. Again, one, life's curveballs at gmail.com. And we will share your story if you'd like, or I could just respond back in the email. Um, It's up to you. Just please make a note on the email whether you want me to share your story on the podcast or not. Thank you guys for joining me today on Life's Curveballs podcast. Uh, Hopefully there are some of you out there or all of you out there that can relate to this and just know you're not alone and depression is real and if you ever need to reach out and talk, I am available at any point in time. Feel free to send the email to us. Thank you guys for listening. So on the other side of the coin... Um, since everything occurred in the hospital and the disagreements and everything between my siblings and my dad and I, um, the family hasn't really been the same. There's a little bit of a divide in us. Um, I don't talk much with my older sister due to the situation, and I don't think she fully understands the reasoning, um, but I'm just not ready to hash it out with her or deal with the situation as it is and where it stands. So um, it has made my twin sister and I a little bit closer, which is good because we were always super close growing up, um, and we kind of lost that as we got into our adulthood. But I think that we could mend the fences and kind of get back to where we were at some point uh, based on the development of our relationship at this point. My dad, on the other hand, uh, you know, he sold everything basically and moved to Orlando into my older sister's house and it almost feels like he has chosen her over myself and my twin Um, and so it kind of feels like I've lost both parents in a sense because he's very driven and dedicated to focusing on my sister and my nephews versus us as a whole like the three of us um, the three of his children Um, He does have a grandchild by myself and my wife, but he does not spend as much time with him as he does with the other two. It is hurtful uh, for everyone involved because I went from seeing my parents all the time to seeing my dad at a minimum of like once every couple months. He came down uh, to where I live um, to visit myself and then spent the other half of another day with my twin sister on our birthday. Um, Again, it was just a few hours of spending time, but 
you know, it's, it's almost as if he was in a rush to get back to where he was going, which was to my older sister's house. So it kind of sucks because it feels like he is spending more time there than he is anywhere else almost as if he doesn't want to spend time with us and so that's kind of hurtful and we're trying to deal with that and process that as well i truly wish things hadn't changed and i wish this wouldn't have happened to us but i know that life happens and things happen and um you know there's struggles you have to go through in life and this is one of them to where it feels like we have no family left because it's just me and my twin that currently communicate um it's very difficult to, I guess, wrap our heads around the situation and what's going on exactly. I know this is a shorter episode, and I just want to thank you guys for listening and taking time out of your day to stop by the podcast and, and hear what it's all about. Um, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for following. And if you're not following or subscribe to the podcast, please do so. So you get little updates on when the new episodes are released.